Hi everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of my podcast. Uh, we have a special guest today. Uh, she's a singer, songwriter, producer from Manila. We have Alora. Hi Alora. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you. So, uh, how is it going with all the GCQ, lockdown and everything? How are you doing? Um, I guess I'm pretty like i'm doing pretty fine um even though you know i've been in the i've been in my house for like three months straight i haven't gotten out actually but it's for the best so yeah i'm doing okay how about you good good i've been working from home and spending a lot of time with the family and uh, i actually started this podcast during the lockdown so <laughs> oh okay that's cool that's cool yeah, yeah. so uh is the is the lockdown uh, making you write new songs and work on the new songs and stuff yeah actually i've been in the house for three months so i've been writing non-stop um but also i'm working from home so there's like i have to balance everything out but yeah i've been writing a couple of stuff already so yeah right um so uh i i i started seeing your songs on uh, spotify and then uh I I saw that uh, my friend Chris Ramos, uh, he actually shared your song. So that's why I said, uh, maybe I can talk to her on the podcast. So that's how we got connected. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He told me to, um, he told me, like, he gave me a link of your podcast and I, like, listened a couple of them. So, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So, uh Can you tell me a little bit about your uh, growing up and then uh, how did you discover music? What what music did you listen when you were like younger? Yeah, okay. So I actually have been into music since I was a kid. Um, I've been singing since I was like five or something. Um, but of course, like at the time, it was just for fun. Um, and then I just got pretty into it. And then I remember like growing up, I've been listening to a lot of music and... Um, I'm singing a lot. I've been really involved in like um, anything music related. I was singing in schools and then um, I was in a choir when I was in high school. And then I also took up music production actually in college. Wow. So this is literally my, my whole life. Um, and I've been listening to, um, I guess like a lot of pop and mainstream stuff. And I feel like, you know, people would judge me if like, oh, she's listening to mainstream or like pop. But, you know, you like what you like. And I've, I've been really into it since I was young. And I guess like that's the music that I had access to. Right. So, yeah, I really love pop and mainstream. But um, I guess as I grew older, um, I got into like different kinds of um, music, like electronic music. And I've been really into like, you know, um, ballads and all that. But yeah, I guess like, my main or like my roots is literally pop so yeah yeah when i was looking at your facebook i saw that so you are a believer right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i i was i was a, a big justin bieber fan since i was like 11 it's <laughs> so funny that you saw that <laughs> yeah yeah but uh, i mean uh, i know but i mean It maybe sounds cheesy, the older songs, but his, uh, like, the latest, last album was pretty good, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's really good, actually. And I think, like, he hasn't released for 
a couple of years so it was a good um idol to i mean like like songs and like album to come back to right yeah it's uh, actually the i like really love the song love yourself because uh, yeah, it, yeah. It really put him out there because i think it was written by ed sheeran right the words yeah yeah it was um and i think like he gave it to him but <laughs> yeah yeah it sounded it sounded really good uh so mm-hmm. who else do you listen to like um of course i listen to justin bieber um and then i listen to a lot of taylor swift as well and i think that's um she's the artist that i got really into and like started um my i guess like my road to like writing songs and like singing and i think she was she's like my inspiration until now cuz she's like really always like reinventing herself and her music so like every era is so beautiful and just like really good so yeah and also um i guess like ariana grande as well halsey billy eilish so yeah mm. yeah when i when i listen to your music more of the the music i i i i really like because i see a bit of a closeness to lani oh yeah yeah a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. yeah because i uh, i saw lani i think last year in singapore i think uh, yeah because uh, i really like that like that sound the lani sound <laughs> yeah he has like a signature sound already so yeah, yeah. so uh, i know that uh, before you became a singer you you were actually a dj before right yeah surprisingly yes <laughs> yeah i was a dj before doesn't look like it cuz um you know i'm i'm a girl and i look like I look like a baby but yeah i was i was djing before and i think um i guess i started my career as a dj i've been djing since i was 16 um before my legal age and right. i was djing in like a lot of like i guess just events and like from before 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 i was 18 and then um when i was 18 i entered this competition actually and fortunately i won like first runner up mm. um it was unbelievable because like i was very new and then i was against a lot of like really really good djs and um some of them were even like turntablists and i didn't even know how to play like the cdjs at the time but um i won first runner up so it was really cool Yeah. So this this competition is the DJ Max spin spin contest, right? You're talking about? Yes, yes. And at the time I didn't really think it was I mean, I knew it was a big like competition, but I didn't really think of it that much. And I actually didn't even want to like enter the competition at first, but because my friends were entering the competition, they were like, "You should just try it out." And I made a mixtape. It was like 5-minute mixtape. and then out of like 100 100 like entries i got into the top 8 and right. um it was it was really funny because i didn't even think that i was going to get in and i just like put the mix up out and like i entered the competition just because my friends were entering i didn't really think i would get in but i got in and yeah fortunately i like it's so unbelievable it's so surprising that i got into the eliminations round and then semis and then finals and i was against um a turntablist and i didn't even know how to play the turntables at the time so it was really cool right. so did you did you still use your vocals and stuff when you do the djing or were you trying to sing at that time or no 
Um, no, my, my sound at the time was very different, actually. Like, it's really like EDM, you know, mm. but like for Alora right now, it sounds more pop. And I guess like, um, I guess for Meraki, it was a little more heavy and more like, like club sound. But for um, Alora, this is like something that I, um, like personally, I always wanted to do. So yeah, it's a bit different, but yeah, the Meraki sound was for Meraki and Alora is for Alora. Yeah. Right. But what are the memorable gigs uh, you 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 played as a DJ? Do you remember mm, any special gig? Yeah, I did a couple of fest. I did a couple of festivals, which is really cool. Um, I didn't like expect to you know play in like big festivals, and I was like in the lineup with um, like Dimitri Vegas and like Mike, which is like the number one art no, number one DJ for like a couple of years, and then. Mm. Um, Julian Jordan, I, I did like um, this Neverland Manila gig and it was, I was, I think it was a couple of months after I won the DJ competition, so it was pretty big for me. Um, I also did a couple of like festivals in USC, the Pascua after Pascuan, um, and yeah, a couple of other like festivals in different cities like even in Bacolod and you know Cebu all that so yeah it was really fun so uh, how did the transition happen from uh, from DJ to singer because uh, how did you how how did that happen um, well I've been really into singing and like performing since I even became a DJ so like this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I think I just went back to my roots. Um, but yeah, it was, it was natural for me, actually. Like, um, I remember like producing a lot of tracks for Meraki, but um, it, was, it wasn't as, I guess, like heavy or like as club sound as uh, it was for like Meraki. So I was doing a lot of stuff for Alora, even though I didn't know I was going to do, going to do it for Alora already. Um, and yeah, it was just like very natural to like transition, yeah, from Meraki to Alora because the music that I was making was very for Alora already. Right. So, um, who are the like for the singing? Uh, I mean, as a singer, who is the who is your real influences for singing? Ooh. Um, my influences, uh, I guess Taylor Swift was like the first one. And then Ariana Grande. Um, Halsey is a big inspiration for me in singing and like just her sound in general. I think like my, my sound is very close to her sound as well. So, yeah. Right. Um, so, what was the first song you wrote uh, for and released for Alora as Alora? The first one is Break Me Down. Yeah, the first one is Break Me Down. Um, that was the first one released. The first song that I wrote for Alora was Goodbye, which is my fourth single. Yeah. Right. But first one I released, Break Me Down. Mm. So, uh, what's the inspiration for the Break Me Down, the song? Um... The song is just basically about like breaking out of the norm and it's very relevant for me because um, 
I was I stopped DJing and then transitioned to Alora. So I think people didn't really like expect for me to like go into this like path, I guess, like as a singer. And yeah, um it was just about that, like transitioning from Meraki to Alora. Yeah. So uh, I want to ask about about Meraki also. Uh how was it like being just being a like a girl and doing uh, doing the DJ with like it's mainly mostly guys who does that right. So how was that? <laughs> yeah, it was it was um, yes it was it was okay for me. Like um, I think it was an advantage for me because there like a lot of people were kind of like underestimating me. Like oh she doesn't know how to DJ and then I'm gonna like you know I'm proving to them that I actually can do it and like. You know, I I won the I won first runner up for a Spin Unite DJ competition. So I guess like that's that's something that I can like prove to them. And yeah, like I didn't really focus on I guess like hate or like whatever that they're talking about. I'm just doing my thing, you know. Right. Yeah. I I I uh, I was watching your YouTube videos. Uh, one of the videos that I really like is Keep Lying. Because uh, I like the theme. It's like uh, it kind of feels like a fifties vibe, right? <laughs> Is that what you go? Yeah, I, <laughs> I I I really enjoyed that music video actually. Um, and it was my second single, and um, I just thought like the music video was really appropriate for the song. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it was really good. Um, I didn't expect it to be like that. Um, but when it was like it was done and it was edited, I I was really proud of that video. That's like one of my favorite videos still. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like uh, it has that fifties vibe, and then also a little bit of like twilight, twilight, like you know, like a because your your makeup and stuff at that video is like kind of like a vampire kind of theme, right? <laughs> Yeah, and I actually used like a real knife there because right. I had a knife there. And then there was like this incident with um, with the guy that I was um, doing the video with, um, and I had like fake blood with me, like all over my hands. And then I didn't like I didn't notice that I was pressing hard like the knife, and there was like he almost like got cut because of me, and I didn't like notice. But yeah, it was okay. Like it was safe. But yeah, there was like one incident. I was supposed to like cut him. But, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so I I just also find out that because uh, during the quarantine you you put out your production uh, uh, walkthroughs and stuff, right? Guitar playthroughs and stuff. So so you produce your own songs, right? Yes, I do. I produce all my tracks. Um, and yeah, that's something that I've been really passionate about. And I think like. I found out about producing since I started DJing and I got really into it until now. And that's something that I guess like comes in handy because like I'm producing and like singing on my own tracks and writing it. So I'm just doing everything by myself. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so the passion for music production, uh, was it there even before you start learning it in school? Yeah. Um, I've been like, I guess like producing a little bit. Um, when I was in high school, like I was doing my own instrumentals for like my covers. Mm. Um, and yeah, I guess it started with that. And then I got into DJing and I got into like more of like electronic sound. And 
it's so funny because I didn't realize that um, I kind of had like a producer mindset since I was like um, young. Whenever mm. I listened to music before, I would like dissect it and be like, oh, this is the drums, this is the synths, these are like the, you know, there, there are like vocal um, layers and stuff. And I didn't really think that it was something that like I, I didn't really think about it that much before but now I kind of just realized that oh I I think like that because I love producing and I've been really passionate about it so yeah right um, one of your biggest singles that you re released was uh, secret right uh, so what is the secret <laughs> the secret is about um, I guess well, this song is it's funny because it's a concept track and it's just basically um, like, I guess, because I see it all the time in social media, like relationships being low key and I want to contradict that. So right. I wrote a concept track about like contradicting low key relationships and all that. So, yeah. Uh, because you talk about social media, so... Uh, because your your music more of your 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 music more on the internet, right? Because you, do you also perform live? Like, have you have you played live? Yeah, I've played uh, a couple of gigs live, but um, because of the lockdown, I haven't really you know like done like live gigs. I'm doing like you know like those online live gigs though. So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Right. So uh, like. Being in social media, you know, social media is always very, can be very negative and uh, especially the current status in social media. So how do you cope with that? <laughs> I just like, um, I guess like try to be aware of everything that's going on because like everything that we see, I guess, has an effect on us. So it's, I guess like we just have to know what we should be focusing on and what we should be aware about. And I guess like focus on that. And then there's like a lot of stuff like trolls and everything that, you know, you should just ignore. But yeah, um, I focus on music and also like something that affects me or, you know, like politics and all that. Like we, that's something that we should be, you know, aware of because we get affected by it, even if we think we don't. So, mm. yeah, I just um, like being aware and, you know, being educated on a lot of stuff. So, yeah. And I think like social media is a, is a big help for that as well. Yeah, but do you read your comments and stuff on your videos and uh, posts? <laughs> I do sometimes, but like, um, I don't really like focus on it a lot. But yeah, I do read it sometimes. Right. So, uh, Alaira, one of the biggest songs was that uh, the the collaboration you did with Roman Jewels, the song Heaven. Because it, I think it reached around like last time I checked, it was already over four hundred thousand, right? Almost hitting five hundred thousand streams. So, can you tell me about that collaboration and that song? Well, um, it was funny because I wrote that song when I went to a vacation in um, Toronto, and I was actually like, I knew of them already because I was a DJ before, and they're really great DJs and. One of them is actually Filipino. So I think like we just got connected because of that. Um, and then he reached out to me and said like he wanted to try and like collaborate with me. Um, and I think like he, I guess like he heard a couple of my tracks before. So he wanted to like collaborate. And then he sent me a demo and I was in, I was in Toronto at the time. I didn't have like a mic or anything. Like I don't have any musical instruments or anything. 
and I wrote it and then I sent like a demo of me just singing like phone recording and yeah it was it was that and um it was really great because I guess like I have a, a little bit of like background about you know like EDM so it was really great like um trying to write music or I guess like lyrics on like something that I didn't produce so yeah yeah and then uh, I think uh, probably like two days ago you released uh, I saw your post that there is a new song with Roman Jewels right Oh no, it's actually the same song, but um, they released it, like they released an EP, so Savior is actually included in oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, that's, that's so cool. So, uh, so what, what, what can we expect from Alora uh, in the com- coming months? <laughs> well, I was hoping to like release, I guess like one or two tracks before the end of the year, and hopefully I could do that. Um, but I'm also like thinking of releasing an EP next year, so hopefully I could I could get to do it. But like because of the lockdown, um, yeah. But hopefully next year. I mean, there's still time. I could release an EP. But you're gonna. Re- I mean, I guess you're gonna expect um a lot of music coming out real soon. So yeah. Yeah. And any other any uh, projects uh, collaborations coming up? <laughs> As of, <laughs> as of now, um, I can't really say, I guess. But there, I've been working on a couple of tracks with um, other, I guess, artists. And hopefully, I get to release them. But yeah, I'm still working on it with them. But yeah. Yeah. I, I, I forgot to ask you. So, uh, so your production. So, what instruments do you do? You play any instruments? Um, I do a couple, but I'm like, I guess I'm not really an expert or professional in it. Um, I could play a little bit of guitar and ukulele and then um, piano a little bit. But I'm more of like really as a producer in in like electronic music though. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Alora, for the music videos, who's the who's directing these music videos? Is it you? Um, I work with a couple of people. Um, there's this um girl named Aya, or like Reka is her like professional or like name professional name. So I worked with her for I guess like all of the tracks, all of the music videos, except for Secret, because um I worked with my cousin for Secret because we we're in the lockdown, mm. so we worked it at home. But all the other tracks, I mean, all the other music videos that they did. It's with her. So, yeah. Um, I kind of just help with the idea, but she kind of executes it. So, yeah. Right. Um, so, hopefully, we will put out an EP or an album, right? Very soon. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Next year. Yeah. So, um, any any message to your uh, listeners who, who listen to you on Spotify? Um, I guess I just want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to my tracks and um, I have a new song called Secrets so I hope you guys could like stream it and watch the music video and yeah um, I really love that song so I hope you guys love it too. <laughs> yeah uh, anybody you want to shout out to? Um, not really I guess just my friends um, <laughs> Queer Chris yeah so yeah. Okay. And I guess everyone was listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this is nice to talk to you, and uh, really looking forward to your music. Uh, you know, cre- creating new music, and uh, maybe hopefully in the future we can talk again when you have a album. <laughs> yes, hopefully, hopefully when I have a 
<laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Alora. <laughs> <laughs>